Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Not Tuesday Show. My name is James Chen, and it is a busy week for fighting games. Uh, currently, I came in here today to talk about Street Fighter VI and Tekken Eight, and then apparently... <laughs> Guilty Gear Strive patch notes just dropped, so I may have to do an audible over here. Let's let let's let's do this. Uh, Guilty Gear Strive patch notes have dropped. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Guilty Gear Strive notes. Yes, apparently Tap 2 GG just kind of happened. And so we'll go over those uh, live here on stream so I can cry at the lack of Potemkin nerfs, I'm sure. because I mean, buffs, because Potemkin is just, they hate grapplers and stuff. Anyways, you know who doesn't hate grapplers is Capcom doesn't hate grapplers. Where's my Zangief? Where's my Zangief, Capcom? Where's my Zangief? I'm waiting for my Zangief. Oh, man. Oh, wait, okay, wait, okay, okay, okay. Save the Guilty Gear spoilers for a, a little bit later. Let me get to them so I can react to them live on the spot so I can figure out uh, how crazy everything is. Uh, oops, I didn't mean to go to Street Fighter Six topic just yet. Okay, let's talk about Street Fighter 6 over here, dude. Uh, where's my Zangief? Capcom, where's my Zangief? <laughs> let's talk about uh, Street Fighter 6. Obviously, the Game Awards last week, new trailer for Street Fighter 6, and they are dropping a lot of new information at us at this point in time. Not even just uh, some new characters, but we got a release date as well. June is going to be the release date of, I think it was June 2nd, uh, in particular. I'll double check the trailer in just a second here, but June next year. So let's talk about this really quick. The release date being in June, a lot of people are saying, why is that so late? Why is that so late? Look, man, if that gives them more time to make sure Street Fighter 6 comes out and it is as perfect as they can make it as a first release, I mean, again, Look at Street Fighter V, man. Street Fighter V came out, and uh, that was definitely one of those, like, you know, like the balloon was going, oh my god, oh my god, Street Fighter V, and then someone came with a needle and went, oh, and then we were all like, wait, why is survival mode the only thing I can do as a one player? <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah, so I think we are, um, yeah, exactly, Pixelated Soul. Take all the time that you need. I am eager to see a completely finished product, and from what we've seen from the trailer, it seems it is going to be that way. Let's now, let's stop mincing words over here. Let's jump over to the trailer here so we can check this out. Gonna watch it one time through, just regular speed with the volume uh, pretty high up. Not gonna be saying much during this, but then we will go through slow motion mode and uh, see if we can spot any crazy things that's going on in this trailer. But it's not even just this trailer. A lot more information has been revealed. So uh, let's just do this and here we go. Street Fighter 6, you are correct. DJ, let's go. Oh, yeah. Now you got it. Okay, okay. 
I guess they're just saying like these are locations of world tour because at first all you saw was Metro City and now they seem like they're implying that there's more Or is this just talking about where the characters are from, probably? He was obsessed, you see, with finding an appropriate vessel for this power. Showtime, baby! Prepare. Fight with all your heart! An honor, to be sure. to digest here but as you can see here also box art june 2023 we'll get to this in just a little bit obviously but this trailer is pretty damn sick all right so let's mute this and we're gonna slow this down let's just do half speed here because i don't want to uh, make this too long here or too slow I should say but a lot of things here to talk about first now obviously super turbo DJ background this is just kind of a um a throwback to that I I feel like but one of the funniest things I, I, I like when I first heard DJ talk I was like you know I would actually be okay if, if I think what's his name Phil Lamar I think it is the one who does Hermes in Futurama like I almost would have been okay if you know basically it was just <laughs> Hermes doing the voice <laughs> of DJ and we could actually have some limbo but uh it's not it's a different voice actor here but you know, I'm super excited for DJ because DJ is a character I feel like they've never really done well. He existed in Alpha 3, by the way, on the home version and was really fascinating. His fireball, his uh, the, the, the max out, the mantis slash, was designed to have zero recovery. It was just slash and then he was walking. But it did very little damage and stuff and it was just such an interesting concept. Like, nobody could throw projectiles and recover right away and yet somehow they figured out a way to make it work and he never really cared came back and then he came back in four and he was bad and yeah so like i feel like i feel like um you know uh I, i'm excited for a a good dj what does that text down there say uh what is that text down there does it just say street fighter yeah it just says street fighter okay there we go just in fancy graffiti art style but yeah here we go so i guess they're just showing off backgrounds a little bit here 
But again, world tour mode here. And man, I got to imagine whoever gets trained in this world tour is going to be the strongest fighter in the history of the world. Because you have Sonic Boom and DP. <laughs> like seriously, this character that you're going to create in world tour is going to be the strongest fighting game character, is fighter, strongest Street Fighter character ever. Now this one is weird. However, Capcom did... Uh, explain this a little bit mode i saw this the first time and i was like wow are we actually gonna have a real like two player mode over here uh but the what's happening here is that apparently during world tour during the one player game if you become particularly acquainted with some of the masters that uh you come across and who teach you moves what happens is that you can call on them in battle and so basically what will happen is that they will come here and help you fight so i imagine they're just a computer controlled character that just comes along and just helps you fight now this is really cool look i've been saying this for a long time and again i don't know if capcom is listening to me or stealing my ideas or whatever like that and if they are good please continue to steal them because all of my ideas are genius but uh continue to steal all my ideas but i've been saying for the longest of time the best tutorials or things like uh break the targets and stuff like that and so um the mini games here that they're putting in here. The fact I've always saying like to teach people playing fine games, don't do tutorials. Don't do tutorials because tutorials feel like classes. They feel like lessons. And the fact that every human being still has nightmares about school when they're like 60 years old is an indication of how we all feel about school. Okay. So what they're doing here is stuff that I suggested, maybe not to the level that I was hoping for, but this is really cool. So as you can see here, they have a mini game here where you're trying to time this button press over here. And it's going to be kind of like, almost kind of like it seems like a mini, like DDR kind of thing. You're trying to time your button presses to match here to the maximum strength so you can get the most damage possible like this and ping and you can get through here so this is actually going to let you do this so yeah thus far we have four mini games plus the card destruction there probably is more we'll see but this next one is so important here look at this it's basically i'm trying to eat food you have a timer up there look at all this stuff and they're teaching you the motions they're teaching you how to do the motions not by just throw fireballs but like fun little mini games so you do quarter circle forward motion and you eat the three items that were like there or whatever bueno 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 <laughs> and you're actually hitting all three of these over here and i just i love this dude like this is so great that's perfect so they're teaching you how to do and you get three out of five and you know more stars here like this it's so great and this is a throwback to street fighter one by the way this bonus stage existed in street fighter one and what this one teaches you is you see you notice on the right over here this one over here is a mid 
block. This one's a low block. So high moves are not going to hit this one over here. And obviously for these, you got to jump up and hit them. People don't actually realize how important a lot of those uh, mini games were. The car stage, like we didn't realize it, but like when you played one player all the time in Street Fighter 2, the car on the on the left side broke in like four hits and then you had to jump over the car and attack from the other side the car was designed to force you to be on the other side and practice your move on the other side and i'll tell you i didn't realize that that was happening but it certainly made me get better at doing like crouch fierce into dp on the second player side it said it said a lot of little smart things to do uh, in those. And yeah, and the thing about the car too is that like you had to hit it high first and then you had to hit it low. A lot of people don't realize how good that car was at teaching people how to fight. Same thing with the barrels, that taught you more of the motion, walking back and forth. Try so the car was more about standing still, performing your moves. The barrels was more about chasing things and attacking things. You know, there was a lot of genius that went into those training things, and a lot of people didn't realize it. But when you look back at it, they actually taught me <laughs> taught you how to block electricity on the second players. That's very important, mashing. Th and your name is Mashing, dude. I like that. I like that, Mashing Blanca. Yep, Dubu Domo caught that too. But here we go. Yeah, and then of course we've got the parry back here. It's not Sean the basketballs but this is the uh basically the parry mini game in fact i think in the same background as well so uh but again really really cool and then we get to see the characters check out this lion over here dude and then look i'm just gonna say this right now i am so ecstatic with how much the world has been falling in love with Marissa as a character right now. I have seen more fan art of Marissa than any of the characters. It makes me think of, um, for those of you who actually have watched Encanto, if you guys remember, so the main character has all these uh, relatives, all these siblings, and there's Luisa, who's like the super big, like buff sister, and then there's the perfect sister. I don't even remember her name. I don't even remember her name, okay? There was the, uh, uh, the, the perfect sister. And when Disney first started making all the merch for the characters, they doubled down on the perfect sister because she was pretty and had all the flowers and everything like that. And it turned out that the merch for Louisa was actually selling the best and everybody was good, was obsessed with that character. And a lot of people, and, and you know, they were like, what the heck? Like, and, and, and they even said too, the, the, the animator said that they kept fighting to make her buff. Like, at first, the, the, the higher-ups wouldn't let, the, let them make Luisa buff, and they finally did. And she's, like, literally the most popular character from that movie. Like, one of the most popular characters from that movie. And now we're seeing the same thing here with Marissa. And I just love that, dude. I, I love the fact that, you know, it's we're getting to this point right now where, you know, everybody's just... I mean, uh, Olaf was telling me that in Pokemon, like, there's some city where even, like, the NPCs, like, everyone is jacked for no reason. And he was showing me pictures of, like, the women from this town, and they're just, like, jacked for absolutely no reason. And, you know, we're, 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 we're turning a corner here. But France, France and Manon, Manon, dude, like, 
I, this is not what I was expecting, okay? So I had no idea what this character was like or what she did. I know there were some leaks and people got some idea. But the fact that she seems like a superstar and all of her moves are ballerina-based was just, I mean, like, she's a ballerina fighter. And again, for those of you who know... I love Street Fighter 2 because the, a lot of the characters were based off of some sort of fighting style, including DJ with Capoeira. No, I'm kidding. With kickboxing and like Taibo and stuff like that. But the fact that they put in a ballerina fighter in here is just the sickest thing. Uh, where did the footage go? Uh, hi. 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 Uh, is this supposed to go black like this? Am I just messed up here? Okay, it's supposed to go black. Okay, there we go. Is it? What is happening here? Oh, okay, yeah, it is. It is supposed to go black there. Never mind. Here we go. And then JP. And what's really cool about this, this character here is that we obviously have no presence of Shadaloo in this game at all but from his dialogue here and he's talking about the vessel and he's talking about M. Bison here always looking for you know a vessel like that like the Shadaloo storyline is actually continuing forward and something that Zafarino pointed out later on we'll get to into this trailer over here but here they are DJ Manon uh, Marissa, and again, shout out to the backgrounds as well. The backgrounds are really sick. And JP here. So JP, we're still not sure. Now, the original rumors were that he was going to be kind of like a follow-up to G, right? It's G, and then Q exists. Like, if you go through the timeline order, it's G, then Q, and now there's a JP. So... The theory was that he was going to be kind of extending that, but... There also seems to be this tie-in with Shadowloo here. And so we'll figure out what's going on with this. But let's just get into this moves over here. DJ with this standard slide. So that is his slide that he's always had. And it still has, it looks like, the ability to anti-air a little bit. Because that's what it was always kind of designed to do. To slide and to anti-air uh, at the same thing. Yeah, no, we'll get into the Gladiator vibes in just a little bit, Soviet, uh, into uh, Abstract Logic. We will definitely get into that a little bit. Um, and here's JP whacking you with the stick. But I just love the elegance by which he's fighting you here. I mean, look at this thing, dude. He's just like one hand behind the back. Smack discipline. Dis like every time Roto did Far Fierce, that's what me and my friends would call the move is discipline. And now, JP is like the ultimate discipline character. And again, shout out to these backgrounds too. This background is actually really, really sick. And then again, this background, French background with, of course, crepes. I guess if it's French, France, it's got to have crepes in there or something like that. But again, a ballerina fighter. But then Marissa, like, just the screen shakes on every single hit. And then, of course, Machine Gun Upper here, uh, a standard. I wonder if they're going to make this hard or if this is just going to be mash and very, very easy or anything like that. So we'll see. Um, oh, the, the, the blue roller coaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then look at, look at the range on that. And then there's like a follow-up explosion. 
makes me feel like testament doesn't it doesn't it feel like te like modern testament there's like this weird secondary hit but look at that like it's obviously he has psycho power and he's learned psycho power but there's this whole concept of bison always trying to find a body in case you guys don't know the reason why he looks different between the alpha games and for street fighter 2 is that in alpha 3 every single alpha 3 ending bison blows up and dies right like he's just supposed to die and then in alpha 2 he comes back so the whole thing is that he's always finding new bodies to fight in cammy was supposedly a new body that he was creating that he was trying to perfect via the dolls and then he can go into cami and uh I, you know we don't <laughs> that's always been a weird one but we'll just ignore that for now but uh that concept here does get played out a little bit but yeah there's the blue roller coaster in the background right there like k7 said really kind of gets a nice color contrast in there Look at the moves that Monona has. Like, I love the fact that she's a ballerina dancer. And that also means that she looks like a freaking Cirque du Soleil human being. Okay, if you've seen Cirque du Soleil performers, these people are ripped as hell. Okay, and you look at this character right here and her legs looks like if she kicks you, your skull is cracking in half. Okay, seriously. But I just love that she's got these ballerina moves. Have we ever had a ballerina fire before? I don't know if we had. But speaking of pain, speaking of pain, Marissa, who also fights with a lot of gold, and we'll get into that a little bit later here. But look at this move here, dude. <laughs> oh, you know she ain't coming back in Street Fighter 7. Because <laughs> you are... You are dead, dude. You are dead in that one, dude. But a throw counter, huh? Oh, you're right. It looks like she was trying to throw, and that's a throw counter. Ooh, good catch. Good catch, Renkaru. That's a good one right there. But, dude, look at this. Look at this thing. Uh, uh, blah! <laughs> and again, gold sparks everywhere. Gold sparks everywhere. And here's DJ. Interestingly enough, he has a double fireball. What? What? What is all I can say to that? Oops, I went back a little too far there. And then double fireball. Ooh, and that that didn't even look like an EX, right? He's not even glowing. Yeah, it's just a move part of a move set that he had. So uh, Pullum is not as much of a ballerina fighter, uh, I would say. So, that's the thing. So, there's theories that maybe it's an install that his fireball fake installs it. Uh, we'll see, but, uh, oh, okay, uh, we'll take a look at that K7X when we get a chance. But here's the interesting stuff here. Look at this, look at this very carefully here. The stuff that he does here isn't just psycho power. There's something human about this. Do you see the hand in front of Ken? And do you see the hand at the top here? So there's a hand right here, and there's a hand right here. See, there's hands over here. And one of the things that uh, we'll see in a little bit later is that um, Zaffirino was the first one that pointed this out. But it looks like he might actually be controlling some sort of pure energy form of M. Bison. 
there's another uh, another footage that you'll see of him that that the thing actually kind of looks like M. Bison. And so him talking about trying to find the vessel, the body for the vessel, maybe he somehow absorbed the psycho power from Bison. And Bison is kind of symbiotically coexisting with JP, which would just be kind of a sick storyline, to be honest with you. But look at this. Like, Manon is a command throw character, right? So she's a grappler. We've gotten confirmation that she's a grappler here. But the fact that her command throws are not about brute force but about like trip you grab you look at this beautiful pirouette spin slam you to the floor like and then look at that dance afterwards dude it's just so cool <laughs> like this is this i had no idea manon was gonna be a ballerina fighter and when i saw that this is what she is this is actually one of the coolest designs that I've seen in a while. Yeah, there's definitely a, a, a lot of Lady Gaga vibes to her as well. And and then and then Marissa just punches you. And I love the fact that Marissa, look at this, crumple into a follow-up. Pow! Dude, right in the freaking dome. <laughs> and I love the fact that they keep showing Marissa beating the absolute stuffing out of Manon. But I just, dude, the brutality and the actual heft of these moves, this is a perfect example right here. These moves right here for Marissa are a perfect example of what I have complained about injustice and injustice too for the longest of time, especially with a character like Superman. Superman has no weight behind any of his tacks. Superman is just... Like, everything Superman should have did should have been 99% wind up, and then the move should just, like, smack you in the face, right? Like, it should have just been like, oh, bam! Like, he should have had so much impact to everything he did, but unfortunately, he was actually animated. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's really, really frustrating. And when you see how Marissa, look at all that wind up. Like, look at the amount of wind up she has to her moves. Like, we come into this and she's already winding up here. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. So we've got fifteen frames here of wind up and the punch. One, two, three, four, five. Pow! Fifth. So one fourth of the move is the actual swing. One fourth of the move is actual swing and the body twist. Yes, exactly, Renato. And so that's what we get with this. And then look how long. She freezes in that pose. And she has a follow-up, right? But they're not concerned with the follow-up because they want you to feel the impact of that. And then the follow-up, and then again, look how long the key posing of her animation is even on the second punch here. Look at this. Look how long she holds this punch for. The wind-up, the anticipation, the build-up. And then the camera angle change into just absolute duff into the face. Like, this is beautiful. This is beautiful display of animation right here. Like, I almost really want Richard Lee, you know, Art Eater to just come and touch.
talk about some of these animations. Uh, yeah, exactly. There's no velocity, wind-up, momentum, or impact compared to a lot of other, and I wouldn't even necessarily say the Japanese fighters, Kevamati, but uh, NRS just, there's a lot of fighting games that do that. NRS just seems to kind of ignore that, but you gain this like, vi yeah, visceral, Jinx Ellie says in the chat. That's the kind of feel that you get. And look at the follow-up even on Manon. Like just the pure power and energy behinding all this. Oh no, the framing of this impact is definitely in the game because once once the first hit connects, I bet you it's a I bet you it's an automatic follow-up kind of thing. It might actually just lock the opponent in place and then just automatically gives you this follow-up here. So uh, I, I bet you that's the way it is. But there's DJ's crouching strong. We've seen that before. And then he goes into the EX. Uh, machine gun upper into like some back sway move now uh, just play uh, we've definitely seen some stuff about that we'll look at that in just a little bit second here but he has three follow-ups to that it looks like and then he goes for the dread kicks right there now here's where we see from uh, JP here someone this is where um, uh, see like there's definitely a creature there and I don't know like there is something to be said. Like, doesn't that look like M. Bison's belt right there? Doesn't that look like his belt right here? And kind of his hat? And his hands are coming out here? Like, there is definitely a, a lot that people are... Yeah, and it's red and purple. It's very easy to be like, look, guys, you've seen too much into this. But honestly, like... Are we? Like... Look at that. Even look, look, he has the shoulder things here. Like the shape of the triangle here and stuff like that. Like, I feel like that there is definitely some validity to the concept that he's controlling, like, some spirited version of M. Bison. Because look at that. Isn't that M. Bison's shoulder pad right there? Like, this, this right here is like the shoulder pad right there, right? Because he obviously swiped around, so his body's kind of facing forward. So, there is definitely a lot. And again, shout-out to Zaffarino for being one of the first people to point this out and to notice this. But look at, look at, J look at, I love the fact that JP is, so we were just talking about how Marissa was, you know, you get the impact with everything. What I love about the way JP is attacking is that JP is using minimal effort in everything that he does. And it's not just because it's like lazy, it's because he's super efficient, right? And so when you look at the animation afterwards there, like he's not moving, right? He's just kind of like, do this and then swing the cane around, but his whole body isn't moving. It's like everything is too easy for him. And there's this, that, it's a neat, look at that. And then he's just balancing on the cane because he's just like, yeah. Like, I like the fact that they're making him seem really powerful by just having like minimal effort on everything. And everything he does kind of conveys this, like he's graceful. He's a graceful villain, right? Like, there's, like, a lot of grace to a lot of these moves that he does. And it's just such a neat idea. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's a puppet character. If he's a puppet character, that's terrifying. That's actually terrifying. <laughs> but here we go. Combos EX. Hit grab. Dude, like... <laughs> like, it's... it's 
interesting because honestly, Manon is as a command grabber, like the command grabs don't look like they have a lot of impact, right? It doesn't look like these things hurt, but that's not the point of her animations. It's just, it's her just like dropping you on the ground. And like stuff about that just feels really good. So, I mean, even though the damage in this fight and in this command throw, might almost kind of feel like the, the the command throw damage is ass, but you know, um, uh, you know, it, there's something about the fluidity of it that's like really really cool about the way that it works. So even though the damage may look like ass, the animation definitely doesn't look like ass. Okay, I mean, well, I mean, the animation looks a little like ass, I guess, but I mean, for the most part, I think I kind of like it. Right, Re redirection of motion rather than the use of force out here. So yeah, uh, really cool animation on that. But um, here we go, Marissa, again, just see what I mean by the follow through on everything that 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 uh, Marissa does here? Like, look at the follow through, she punches, but look how far her arm swings through. Look, look at the curve of motion over here on Marissa here. We've got an excellent arc here. Uh, and the fact that she swings this far back after connecting already. And right, like MK uppercuts though, they feel like they're straight up. MK uppercuts always feel like they're straight up. But the way that Marissa's uppercut goes, there's definitely this arc of motion over here. And it is really giving the proper feel that there is some force behind here. And then this, like, like a few key things here that you see in this follow-up animation here, I want you to notice this. The time in which the punch hits and the fact that Marissa's animation, like her arm moves before the opponent does, okay? Her arm is moving before the opponent has even started going downwards, which is conveying again the absolute force that she is punching down that she hits down so fast that her arm is moving before the opponent can actually start heading towards the ground. Look at that. She's hit the ground already and this and Manon is still in the air and finally hits the ground here. Like, I don't know. There's just something about it that's just really sick looking. And then that boot, ugh, the boot. And again, we'll point this out again. This is very similar to Urien and Gil, like their coral kicks. But they're like, Gil and Urien never had this force. Never had this force on there. And then I love this wall splat. And you know what? Fuck it. We're doing it again. Boot. Bam. <laughs> Oh man, it's so good. Yeah, we'll get into, we'll get to there, Renkaru. We'll get there for sure. And then here, this, I mean, look, DJ, I love the fact that they're doubling down on the music concept of DJ. Because DJ, up to this point, has always been kind of this really uncomfortable stereotype that Capcom was really good at with fighting games, you know, with El Fuerte, you know, with Birdie and with all these other characters. Like, there's just this kind of unfortunate, like, you don't like, I don't like the way that they were portrayed necessarily, right? And the fact that they're actually doubling down on DJ's music aspect. 
And the fact that this super produces musical notes on every hit like this, and not just musical notes, but look how sick they look. They've got like polka dots in them and everything, and they're shaded, and like this animation is sick, and they even put a treble clef in here, because you know when you're getting hit, you're definitely in treble. And look at this. Oh God, it's so beautiful, dude. It's so beautiful. And then here is this crazy animation here. So we get to the, we're seeing a lot of the supers, but again, look at the, look at the, the expression on his face over here. Ugh. I mean, that's beautiful detail there. Like clearly Tekken 8 is a better looking game than Street Fighter 6, but Street Fighter 6 still pretty beautiful. Like the graphics are still pretty good, pretty good here. And then I don't know what he's doing here to poor Ken. He's like crushing his head right now. And then, oh, <laughs> look at the sad looking face here. Oh my God. She's like, Marissa, I thought we were teammates. You thought wrong. <laughs> and here we go. And oh my God. Uppercut to the chin here. I thought we were friends. Bam. That's some Shinsho Ryukin right there, dude. And here we go. Dude. Like, Pullum actually does do this. She makes the opponent dance to death. And the fact that, that Manon is going to do something similar, like ballerina toss into pose, like, it's like almost kind of like silly but like i said the fact that they're doubling down onto it and this kind of thing makes me feel like that they might be ready for a dark stalkers game right they might be ready for it because there's an absolute silliness to this but it's not at the point where you just look at it and you're like oh god what are you thinking like even like the when you see them shot into the screen like with set ultra in street fighter 4 there was kind of like a <sighs> but like there's something about this that's silly but at the same time doesn't make you kind of get mad <laughs> kind of doesn't make you get mad this was his ultra from street fighter 4 and then uh coming down god damn like does your does their face cave in on that like look at this fist like dude like marissa's deleting your head like you, she's literally scanner scannersing your head here and again please know all of the gold that is a splattering around here but like where is Manon's face <laughs> Manon's face doesn't exist but I love the fact that Marissa is just all about this just like power power and I love that dude and there it is the finish right there the slam and then JP uh, cool people don't look at explosions but what are these chunks here? What are these chunks here? Like you see all these like, like what is, is this like a, oh, it's like he's like throwing off a cape or something or I don't know what that is, but blam. And then he explodes and then there you go. And I love the fact that they close every trailer out always promoting Battle Hub, final gra uh, fight, Fighting Ground and uh, World Tour. Like, they're really making sure that you understand that that concept is there. And I really, really, really like that. I, I, I'm glad that they're doing that. Now, obviously, we're going to talk a little bit about this box art. I mean, look, people have made the Popeye reference. I get it. <laughs> 
I get it. Right. It's silly without making Manon look city, silly. Good good way to state that, uh, Renato. Good way to state that. But, yeah, I mean, a lot of people are kind of hating on the box. Like, I get it. I get it. But at the same time, like people have been pointing out, do you even remember what the box art to Street Fighter V was? Like, everything is so digital these days. I just don't think it matters that much anymore. So... Who cares, really, at this point? Uh, the box art's not great. It's not great. It's not great, for sure. But Luke is definitely... I definitely prefer Luke in 6 to 5. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing, right? Street Fighter 2 box art with the ginormous Blanca and Chun-Li going, Oh, no! And Ryu on the ground, just dead. <laughs> Like, dead Ryu. Like, he's the main character of the game, and he's dead on the box art. I mean, Jesus Christ, dude. I mean, the Popeye reference could have been in uh, intentional, dude. It actually kind of funny. Uh, but, yeah, again, like I said, Luke is, like, the biggest douchebag in the world. But he's also, like, the friendliest douchebag in the world. And so, I don't know. The whole thing kind of, like, I feel like it fits it a little bit in a weird way. Probably could have did better with the cover, uh, to be honest with you. Like, I would have liked the cover with more characters on there, right? Like, to actually have Kimberly on. Like, if you put the trio there, the new trio of Luke, Kimberly, and Jamie all on the box, like, I think that would have been really, really cool. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> whatever. We don't care. Like, box art, be damned, whatever. And then, of course, the release date... June 2nd, a lot of people kind of upset that it's going to be slow. Like, I'm confused because I don't know how CPT is going to run next year. People have said that this is going to be two months ahead of EVO. So Street Fighter Six is going to be a pretty uh, free-for-all at EVO probably. But um, I'm really curious how CPT is going to be handled. If the finals are going to be in February as, we, as they've already announced... Are they just going to have no CPT up until June 2nd? Are they going to do like kind of a mini Street Fighter V exhibition or something like that? Uh, it's interesting. And yeah, exactly, Pixelated. So everyone talking about the box art and trying to draw their own. No publicity is bad publicity, okay? <laughs> no publicity is bad publicity. But there you go. So that's all this information that this trailer showed. But again, you know, uh, we've got this, uh, you know, pre-order content here. But we'll take a look at a little bit more detail with that in just a second. But, you know, the concept here that we have, uh, again, it's just, it's so cool. It's so cool. Let's see here. Uh, what was that? What, 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 what was that? Oh, I see. Okay, okay. That's something else. Um, but again, like, uh, that was just a little trailer and just from what they showed, you know, it's, it's, and, and to be fair at the game awards, that was probably the trailer that showed the most gameplay out of any <laughs> trailer <laughs> at the game awards <laughs> at all. And even saying that there wasn't that much game, like there's a lot of cinematic stuff going on in that trailer, but still it was, uh, definitely fun to watch, but they also revealed this trailer here showing the, uh, yeah, let's actually just watch this straight up here. So uh, here you go. The sound is going to be on and it's going to be quite loud. Showtime! <laughs> 
I mean, it's an interesting question, Artie Chun. Artie Chun asks in the chat, you think they'll fix Chun-Li's fight stance and animation? I'm not sure. I did comment that in the beta. I thought she looked a, like kind of like the first character that they were designing, so it's a little off, but uh, I don't think we have... Uh, I don't know if they have time to work on that. We'll see. We'll see. But again... Really neat colors here. I love the red from Chun-Li. Obviously a very China thing. I like this. I like old man. Like there's something about this Jamie that feels very uh, like like classic uh, kung fu movie style over here. You know, giving him the old man uh, gray hair and stuff like that. I think that's really, really kind of neat looking. Like it's a neat look. And then DJ here. Now, these are just alternate colors, right? These are definitely not alternate costumes. These are just alternate colors here. But DJ looks really cool. And a very rose... This is like pure rose color right here, right? I mean, less purple, but the design of it looks very rose style over here. The, the colors of it. And then, of course, uh, I love this. Especially given Jury's uh, win pose because of her wind pose, her perfect wind pose, where she makes fun of Chun-Li, that they actually just gave her a straight-up Chun-Li-colored costume, I think is actually awesome. I think it's hilarious. And then uh, they just made Dante. <laughs> they just made Dante. <laughs> this is gray-haired Dante, dude. Chun-Li. Obviously, these are characters that we've seen a lot already. But see, like... Chun-Li in motion looks good. Like, her animations look fine. It's just weirdly her, her neutral stance that looks kind of odd, right? But we, obviously, Jamie's in the beta, so we know what Jamie does as well. Pow, 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 kickity-kick. Blam into follow-up kick. Pow. But here's where we see the interesting here. So Manon does that, right? So does that mean Manon have an anti-fireball move? Is that move like a green hand in which she can actually erase projectiles? Is that what they're trying to show? You know, maybe that's what she's trying to do. But the crazy thing about it is DJ fakes. He fakes a fire. He's got a fireball fake. He's like, ha, nah, just kidding. And then he stops. And then what does he do immediately afterwards? He throws two fireballs. One, two, pow. So some people are wondering if he has a fireball fake and a double fireball, or does he have to do the fireball fake as a fake and to charge up? And yeah, again, uh, Silly Hands is right. These animations are so good. I mean, look at the Manon animation here. Like, you're going to put a ballerina fighter in the game. You had better fucking do the ballerina right. <laughs> Because if you put a ballerina fighter in the game and her animations are ass, like, that is going to be a problem there. I did it again by accident. But, uh, ooh, jump attack here. And then, interesting, a far fierce or something. And then a link combo over here. Boom, into the slight dread kick here. And then here we go. Look at that. Look at, like, she has a, like, that's like one of those, like, ballet leaps, dude. Like, that's just so pretty, the way she is. I'm so, and, like, all of her moves are, like, literally ballet moves. And it's just, it's so neat. Like that, like this kind of lift. Like, do you see how she does that? She's doing it like she's doing a, a, a ballet lift. Like she's lifting somebody else. Like, that attack is literally a ballet lift. 
that she's using to hit people with. It's so cool. Like, and then pow. And then here we go. Takes this, pulls one leg out from under you, and then just flips you down. Boom. Like, look at that throw anime. Look how pretty this throw animation is. Look at the, like, here, boom, grabs your arm, pulls you up, exposes your front leg. She trips the front leg. You see that? Trips the front leg, throws you off balance. So now she has the ability to just grab you by the back and then just flip you. Boom. <laughs> So good. Oh, it's so good. And then here go jury. Boom, boom, into the super. So we've seen the super before. But even then, jury's animation for the super look really nice. I mean, look at look, she's got superhero landing pose over here, dude. She's got the black widow pose, of course. Of course, makes sense. Always have to land like that. And then uh, Ken here. Yep. Let me just go over that. Thank you very much. Yeah, I know the Super and Five is just the last hit. Sure, you can, Dante Ken. And then into the Super. And they just cut through the Super just because they didn't want to show the whole animation in this trailer. And it's, yeah, Ken. And then what I love is that they actually show a bunch of these uh, wind poses here. And DJ's wind pose just gives me all the feels, man. Like that wind pose makes me so happy. And I just like how, how fierce Ken looks in this. But here's the jury wind pose. We've seen this before. Again, so much personality in these wind poses. I love this. I love this. But, dude, this one sends me, dude. Like, I love that, dude. <laughs> he actually writes D and then just a J. Uh, and yeah, too, that, uh, someone mentioned it about Manon's face as well. She's got a very unconventional face, right? She doesn't just have, you know, anime girl or generic Nina zero suit Samus face. You know what I mean? It's just like she's actually got like a distinct face. Like I feel like if you do not draw her with that nose, you are doing a complete injustice to her actual facial structure, right? And that was one of the things. Like, a lot of times in the original Darkstalkers, Morgan had a very prominent, distinct nose. And then you see so much fan art of her and so much other art, and she just lost all of that. She just gained generic face. And I really, really like the fact that they are trying very hard. I mean, I like that about Cammy in Street Fighter V, that they gave her more of a distinct nose as well. So I'm really excited to see how Cammy's going to look, uh, to be honest with you. But, <laughs> like Lady Gaga here. Poker face, poker face. <laughs> She's even got freaking France nails, dude. She's got France nails, and I love the fact that you know Luffy is right now all about this character. She's French. She's got huge tracts of land, and uh, she also looks kind of like Rose. Like, how does Luffy not fall in love with this character, right? I mean, honestly, how does how does Luffy not just pick this character straight up from the very beginning? Oh, man. Did somebody really create a Manon emote already? Or is that something else? There's Chun-Li. And again, just really nice. I, it's just ah, the way that this game... 
just it's just like it's so it's so and again fighting ground battle hub so all the same stuff here at the end here battle hub all the information that we have here June's and again all available on all platforms and everything so yeah, it's really, really cool. So outfit one, color 10. So you get an extra color as a pre-order bonus. So it's really, really nice here. But this isn't really even all that's there, right? There's so much more to, to dissect with these characters. If we actually go to the web pages over here, you can actually see the characters. They have all their descriptions over here. So DJ, for example, here hates silence makes sense like singing dancing hollering six foot a globally popular dance music superstar dj is always ready to have a good time with a burning love for music and fighting this jamaican uh this jamaican sensation drives audiences wild with hot new songs and stylish moves and you know we've got some pictures here just got his standard, you know, uh, character art. He's got the maximum bar over here. Again, on his pants, used to say maximum. They wanted to put Mantis on there, but when it was mirror image, the S would be backwards. So they came up with a different word and they figured out maximum would actually work. So they put maximum on his pants and that way lined up and down. Even when he was on two player side, it would still say maximum. <laughs> um, but there's the dread kick kicking poor Kimberly in the face, but, oh, man. And then uh, Slide, and then the, and his super here, his little dance pose. Oh, man. Yeah, I, I do like the fact that it is a callback to his old stage. It's definitely very, very cool about that. So, uh, and then Manon, a supermodel and world champion judoka. So what is judoka? Does, it, does anybody know what that actually is? Like, what is judoka? Is that like a special kind of, let's say, a person who practices or an expert in judo? Oh, okay. That's it. It's just a judo practitioner. So she's a supermodel. And yeah, I love that because in her intro, it's very clear that she's like super world famous and just like superstar status, which is really kind of a neat idea there. So uh, Manon is an idealist, forever seeking self-improvement in the pursuit of beauty. She struts the catwalk of street fighting to become the world's strongest model. Hates crowds and chatterboxes, so she obviously hates DJ. <laughs> Since DJ hates silence and all DJ wants to do is hype up the crowd, I think Manon and DJ do not like each other. Uh, likes the color gold, cosmetics, and her family. Uh, and again, just, I mean, what a cool character design here. I, I, I just like, I love the ballerina. Like I just, I never would have predicted this. I seriously never would have predicted that, you know, even from the leaked concept art, I, I thought she was just going to be a generic MMA fighter, but no, she's a superstar ballerina judo fighter. And it's just like, I mean, like. You can't, like I said, you can't give a character ballet animations if you don't do it right. If you make her animations bad, you like the characters just ruined. And then, of course, like I said, the Lady Gaga look here. I love it. 
And again, very prominent nose, which is just like, like I said, very, very cool design. Yeah, I just thought it was just going to be female Abel. And that's what everybody was calling her, right? Just like, oh, it looks like she's just a female Abel. But definitely a lot more interesting. But Marissa, like I said, I feel like she's been kind of one of the biggest uh, uh, popularity characters. Like people have just been going absolute ape shit over this character. And I love it. I love it. Uh, an up-and-coming jewelry designer from Italy who claims ancestry to ancient Greek warriors. As a child, she was inspired by a vision of the Colosseum in its prime. Today, she seeks glory with a smile and an eye for beauty. So she hates heights, so she's she just acrophobic. Uh, likes worthy opponents, Osubuku, fine arts. She's hella tall and hella big. And again, I, I appreciate that you know, Capcom was able to make a big muscular woman without making her, like, it's very easy to go down the path of making it a joke, right? Like, big muscular woman and having everybody being like, well, yeah, making a big deal, but no. Like, she's a big muscular woman, but she just kicks your ass and everything she does looks beefy and meaty and it's just, it's wonderful. It's, it's absolutely wonderful. I love this. Like, I just love this. Now, before we move on to... Oops, I didn't get to the last picture here. Before we move on to JP here, I want to see if I can find this tweet here, which was a really, really cool tweet. So let's see if I can find this. I know I retweeted it. I forgot to grab it before we started here, but it's really, really neat. Uh, let me see here. Da, 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 da. Where are you, Marissa? Where are you, Marissa? I do apologize to people who follow me. Obviously, I retweet a lot. <laughs> Holy crap. Boy, there's a lot of stuff on my timeline over here. Where is she? Let me see. Ah, yes, here it is. Okay, perfect. This is what I'm looking for here. So this is the thread that I'm looking for over here. Uh, you guys see this. Um, Marissa is linked to Gil and the Illuminati a thread. And I love this thread here because it brings up a lot of really, really cool things. Whoops, hang on a second. Let me do this. Boom, there you go. Full screen it here. But if we scroll down here, so let's go to each one of these posts. Marissa uses the same martial art as Gil and Urian. Punk, punk, pancration, pancration. It's the martial art of centurions in ancient Greece. And so here's that coral kick. Here's some boot that he has. And obviously she has the big boot that we talked about. Here's the handshake. And that's what it looks like that little downward chopping move is. So it seems like a uh, pancration, pancration. Okay, thank you, Okinus, pancration, pancration. And then in the Greek mythos, pancration was created, used by Theseus, and most notably Heracles, aka Hercules, to beat the Nemean lion. And so here's a drawing of Hercules fighting the lion, and here's Marissa wrestling the giant lion here. Yeah, the lion is a nice model as well. So each Illuminati warrior wields a type of power. Urian has metallic thunder. Gil has fire, ice. 
Colleen has ice alone, but Marissa wields gold and reinforces her attacks with it. And it's a really good call here because here we have, you know, the iron from Urien over here, Gil with the fire and the ice, and then uh, Colleen with the ice. But here, you know, we were, I was pointing out the fact that she has gold all over her stuff. And it seems like that's what they really are just doing over here. And he shows off a clip over here of her using all the gold here, as you can see. The gold power up and then even like here the gold behind everything so there is definitely a concept of elemental prowess with this so yeah she might have a backstory that is tied to Gil and Urien uh, because Gil always when Gil first showed up I was like oh dude he's like a Greek Olympian you know when he shows up he's got the blonde hair he's got like the, the Greek toga kind of thing like that so it's really cool dude she hits so hard Dingleberry oh my god we were talking about that earlier and how cool that is I mean just this move right here I mean that move like there right there I just keep joking yeah Manona's dead, dude. Like, she's just dead. And the fact that she is a jewelry designer, a uh, jewelry designer, reinforced my idea of a goldmancer. In her bio, you can also read her motive, a vision. Marissa could be a reference to Cornelius the Centurion, a Roman biblical figure that received a vision from Jesus and followed him. Cornelius was a centurion. He was stationed in Kudla. It's just all this backstory about that character there. In SF5, Gil win quotes are usually talking about his opponent's ultimate end goals using the gates of the gate of harmony. I think Marissa's vision in her bio was given through that process too, and that now she works with him probably to protect him, his DNA, or look out for a potential vessel. It could be that Marissa's a bad guy, or a bad guy turned into a good guy. Like, here's this picture of uh, Alex in one of the endings becoming, uh, that was from Street Fighter 3, becoming uh, one of his disciples. So overall, Gil is everywhere in Street Fighter 6, but we probably won't see him yet. Time will tell. And so, yeah, I mean, they definitely brought a lot of Gil into 5, feeling like it's kind of preparing for this. And this is post-Street Fighter 3, so Gil has technically been defeated, but who knows what's going to happen, right? But obviously, there's like paradise, you know, all this stuff like that. So Gil definitely has a chance that he's going to play a prominent role in the game. So uh, that was really cool to see about Marissa. Uh, but let's take a look at JP here. Uh, head of an international NGO responsible for many successful investment product projects. So we probably know who framed Ken now. And JP probably is the main bad guy of the game. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and the man behind Nashal's present prosperity. I don't know what Nashal is. Has a beloved cat named Sybil. Hates stains on his clothes and sleep. He likes chess puzzles, cleaning, and local cuisines. Oh, God. He is definitely that dude. <laughs> And yeah, just check him out. Yeah, just leaning on the cane. And like I said, like like this picture right here, there is not a lot of like force behind this, right? It doesn't look like, like we're talking about the Marissa follow through and stuff like that. Like there's the Marissa strength, the Manon grace, 
but there's something about the way that JP fights. He is specifically designed to look like he's putting in the minimal effort literally possible. And the fact that like, even in motion, his moves look strong, but the still frame makes it look like he's just like stabbing you with the stick. It's a good indication that they did a good job with his animation. Yes, very fencing-like. Good call, Super Shinobi. Uh, take this, you rapscallion. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, man. Uh, that was a comment from Kumatori in the, in the chat here. And then shooting the ground with this cane. Here's the psycho power. Psycho power coming up and doing some damage to Ken over here. And then just again, really nice design on the face. I, I just, it's just really cool. <laughs> JB has had enough of his poppycock. Yeah, it says Genki Chomp here. But yeah, really, really cool stuff here. Really neat look at these characters and uh so we've definitely gotten some uh extra stuff here from the street fighter web uh from the street fighter uh here uh twitter uh so he's a picture of all the mini games here but here's i think they did dj first right yeah, so here's all this stuff here. So here's what they were talking about all this stuff. So here's all the game awards over here um uh, oh yeah, the voice voice actors here. Yeah, so here's what they say. Use master assist to summon masters you build a deep enough bond with to assist in a fight. Just make sure to thank them afterwards. I don't know if that means you want to try to give like money to them or something that they help fight help you fight with. Uh, but it's a, it's a neat concept. I like and look at the artwork on it too. Like Ryu, Ryu even comes in with that kind of weird like comic book vibe to him with like that comic book dot coloring vibe which is really neat and then here's a uh, uh, DJ's uh, voice actor and then here's uh, them talking about how you could do all this stuff but here we go so this is uh, a, a, a little mini video here that they've uh, revealed so we could take a look at this on DJ here so he's got a dandy step. He's got he's got a vanity step. And he's got all sorts of options. So from what we saw from that, we saw do nothing and just end up back there. Come forward with a low attack. I'm guessing that's light kick. I'm guessing the overhead is medium kick. And then this is probably heavy kick right there. So he's actually getting a rhythm kind of attack. So, but then look at that. He has not just stay back, but also go really far forward. That's way farther forward than, than we've seen. And then he's also got go forward and then back. So he goes back, forward, back, basically, which is really cool. And then he's got the EX. And it looks like he does like the machine gun upper here, EX machine gun upper, which is just a launcher. But then he goes into that backsway, into that heavy kick follow up there. And it looks like he still has the ability to juggle afterwards. So he juggles with his level one, I'm assuming super right there. And that kick like that. Yeah, DJ can't, I mean, it doesn't seem like he's a charge character anymore. Uh, as Kumatori says, I would imagine he's not a charge character. But again, in full speed here. Yeah. 
again, shout outs to Capcom for even putting together these little clips like that. I'm just going to give a lot of credit to Kim, uh, who works at Capcom and stuff like that. I don't know if he worked on those videos or not on these videos, but Kim is awesome. He's old school, so I'll just give him credit for it anyway. So, ha. All right, so here we go. That song also was pretty cool. And here's Man, uh, Manon. Uh, Kim, Kim1234, old school CVS2 player. Uh, really, really uh, old school fighting game player who works at Capcom right now. This is so fast. This reminds me of Grappler from DNF Duel, right? The fact that she has moves that suck you in. It's like, it reminds me of Grappler and of, uh, uh, oh, yeah, that's just, look at that animation, dude. But yeah, I mean, the question now is what's the frame data on all of this? So on a hit, are you plus or are you minus? What's the, si oh, come on, Twitter. God. Loading. <laughs> Loading. Ah, oh, Jesus, all right. You know what? Oh, God. So what's the frame data on this on block is the question. What is that on block? That is what we want to know right there. Um, because on hit, it looks like she definitely has like the ability to combo into command throws and stuff. Like if she can do all that stuff and be plus a lot, uh, even on block, that's terrifying, dude. But again, yeah, the animations, like the follow through on a lot of these things. Like, look at this super. Oh, it's just so pretty. Look at that leaping kick. Look at the leaping kick animation. It's just not even that it just kicks, but notice that her hands keep moving and that she, that, that like as she goes up, her back continues to arch a little bit more to kind of give it that great key pose animation at the end. Key pose is so important in, in animation here. Yeah, she's got the perfect toe points. But that beautiful key pose afterwards, like the success of animation a lot of times is about key poses. And this final frame right here is such an excellent key pose. Like it's, it's what sticks in your brain, right? So even if you can't see what's happening during the move, the key poses tell enough of the story of what the move does that your brain puts it all together and it's like so important and it's important yeah <laughs> yeah there's of course the eiffel tower is there but you know you gotta do it and then there's the mime in the background yes and then they said what that the 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 marissa video just came out here uh is that what people are saying oh yeah here we go 52 minutes ago Marissa just came out here, so we get to see some of Marissa. Here we go. I haven't seen this. Oh, oh no! Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Alright, so here we go. Punchy punch regular punch and here comes ah, but look at this armor sucker Ugh. and then what is this we haven't seen this leaping attack before but it just owns Manon up and then she combo like was that a command grab off of a tumble roll was that a command grab off of a tumble here 
Look at this. Look at Manon. She's tumbling, activates into the super. Grab. Probably a level one there. So that's uh, nice here. I didn't read the stuff for you guys, actually. I should read it. Uh, we just looked at the videos here. So DJ's new move, Just Cool or Juice Cool. I don't, I don't know. Just Cool is a sway that can be followed up with a multitude of options depending on the rhythm you're feeling. I don't know if that's just flavor talk right there or if there's actually timing involved. Like when you go back, it depends on the timing you hit the button that he does different things. Because if that's the case, that would actually be really, really crazy. <laughs> that would actually be really crazy. Uh, as a grappler, Manon's graceful movements allow some of her normals to draw in opponents, keeping them close for a victory worthy of a standing ovation. Yay! Rhythm could be a leveling thing. Yeah, I'm not sure. And then here, Marissa. Marissa is an up-and-coming jewelry designer from Italy who claims ancestry. No, this is not the thing here. Uh, here it is. True to her heritage, Marissa is an imposing force who has no trouble approaching opponents. She can break through a drive impact with one hit from some of her charged special moves. Yes, cower in fear. She loves that. Was that a drive impact they showed him going through? No, that's just a regular move right there. Okay, she just like... Bah. Oh god. Gosh, she's so cool. Marissa's really, really cool. So there you go. Um But yeah, this is just this is really really Oh the drive impact was at the end. Was that a drive impact that she went through? Because that drive impact, it looked like she went over it, right? Like, that's drive impact, but it just looks like she just goes over it. But maybe the point of showing that is that it is an armor break, basically. It just, it is an armor break, so it just couldn't absorb a hit at all. Because they probably realize if Marissa has a lot of, like, one big move punchy things, that drive impacts would probably ruin her. So they just decided to make it so that this move just basically says, F you to drive impacts right there, so smack. I don't care about your drive impact at all, so that's really cool. There you go. So wait, is there actually like a new video that came out as well? Or was that it right there? Uh, not sure yet, but again, uh... <laughs> Dude, Dude, Domo, I don't notice drive impacts, man. Drive impacts don't exist in my head. Uh, but there you go. Uh, this is... This is what we've got so far. And again, this is just from what we've seen from this trailer. It's just, I think it's just, it's so cool. I'm really happy with what we're seeing. And again, Street Fighter VI is just slowly but surely just looking like one of the most amazing fighting games out there. Like, like already, like... Street Fighter V came out and look, nobody's going to try to pretend Street Fighter V came out well at launch, right? Definitely a very bad launch. But it's turned itself into such a great game by the end of it. And if Street Fighter VI comes out as this amazing game and they just keep adding things like, you know, we've talked about this world tour stuff like that, but we haven't talked about the potential for them to continue expanding, just making more areas. 
right? Like the world tour might be so big right now, but how much you want to bet we're going to see areas blocked off by gates or something like that. And maybe in the future, they, they even just dedicate enough resources to continue adding new areas to world tour, adding new missions and stuff like that. And like the, the, the potential there, and they've said that each of those three sections they keep uh, highlighting are like three full games on their own. So it'd just be really, really cool to see them continuing adding to this game. And I'm really, really excited. <laughs> SF6 Beta should have been nominated for Best Fighting Game category. <laughs> oh, man. That would have been sad and even sadder if it won. Because it's like, come on, guys. Come on. But, I mean, again, the game looks uh, looks great. So... Yeah, that's all the Street Fighter 6 information over there. So uh, definitely, if you guys have a chance, uh, I mean, again, you've probably all seen this, but the beta is coming up this weekend. I will be trying to stream the hell out of it. So uh, Nakayama posted a pre-hooded Ken. Oh, yeah, there you go. Okay. So if we take a look at this over here, you can see Ken. <laughs> Yeah, some concept art of Ken over here. So it's actually kind of neat. Yeah, so again, I'll be playing the hell out of it this weekend. Uh, I'll probably try to play a different character. Uh, there's not many balance changes in there, and I do think Kim is really fun. I don't think she's the strongest right now, so might be fun just to learn another character uh, for fun. I do follow Nakayama, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm streaming right now, <laughs> so I don't know when this came up. Oh, yeah, this, this came up last night. Okay, I haven't checked Twitter yet, uh, unfortunately. I haven't really done a lot of Twitter stuff here, but I definitely follow him. So uh, I probably saw it and just kind of moved right past it, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, hopefully everybody manages to get in. But we're going to take a quick break right now. Uh, for those of you on YouTube, thank you guys for watching. Uh, for those of you here on Twitch, I'll be doing a, a little bit of Tekken 8 stuff now. I'm going to be going over a lot of Tekken 8. And then after that, going to be looking at the Guilty Gear Strive patch notes. So uh, for those of you here on YouTube, thank you guys for watching. If you want to see all of my uh, you know discussion about Tekken 8, that's going to be uploaded. Uh, hopefully tomorrow and then uh, I don't know when the Guilty Gear Strive patch video is going to go up maybe around the same time as the Tekken one uh, but we'll see but uh, in any case thank you guys for watching for those of you here on Twitch stick around we'll be back right after this break in uh, and see you guys in a second <laughs> 